afternoon everybody welcome to uh another episode of live oh hold on something's wrong with my microphone there we go of live from the secret stash I, of course there we go welcome to another episode of live for the secret stash i'm one of three hosts christian cordes joined always by I, should I flub, flub whoa, this? Whoa, yeah, whoa, go whoa, for whoa, it. Whoa, flub whoa, it. Whoa, <laughs> Michael Zapsick. Holy crap. And thank you, Christian, for that <laughs> for lovely that intro. Love. And to my right, the always lovely and beautiful Julia Zapsick. Hello, everybody. How y'all doing? Hey. This <laughs> is kind you. of exciting. Yeah. <laughs> who knew, yeah, who I, knew I, a mere four and a half hours uh, time difference could uh, throw us all into such a tizzy? But, yeah, uh, seriously. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, you know. It well, was... Is is the Adderall not kicking in? What's I going guess on? Not. No, it's good. I, th- it's I think good. maybe in the middle of the show, I'll just start to just get sore. <laughs> so. I'll, power, like, I'll power down. Don't do it like one of these. <laughs> What's up, kids? What's going on, man? Uh, <laughs> yeah, but you have, but we had to change the time. I, I tweeted yeah, about it earlier. Because, popular guy. Yeah, yeah because I'm everyone busy. wants Christian. Shelly Duvall Me wants not, Christian. But, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Shelly Duvall. I'll, I'll, I'll give a little context to that. So all up in your your hillbilly junk. So Christian's going to be over at Smod Castle later tonight because it is opening night of the Ides of Mark, and we'll be talking a lot about Mark um, oh. throughout the uh, throughout the podcast. Um, so you guys got a busy week with him. We we, uh, we do. do. Well, we have. Well, Kevin and Mark have a bit a really busy much week busier than we do. do. We're- but uh, we are. I have to say, I'm not a fan girl in the sense that there are like I think in all of comic book men. All seven seasons, eight seasons, however seven, many seasons you seven. did. Um, <laughs> there for, were, I know, for thanks for keeping track my, of that. My choice. number one fan over here. Um, it all seems like one big happy season. Uh, <laughs> the only two, the only two guests that I made a special attempt, you know, to get to see were was Peter Mayhew. Were Peter Mayhew, yes. Peter Mayhew, and um, Mike Coulter. Okay. Those were the two. Those were the two. Everybody else. I mean, we had a lot of fantastic, and some and some of it was simply, you know, I was working, so I couldn't get off um, in order to come over to the set. But but I did. I was able to, and I really wanted to. But so but Mark Bernardin, the fact that he's going to be here. I've never met him in person. The fact that he's going to be here in the stash, live in the flesh. I'm excited. Sitting back here, surrounded by his books, which I'm going to go get one so we can show it later. Um, his Eisner Award nominated Adora. And the distance. Um, I couldn't be more excited. I'm really happy that I'm going to get a chance to spend a little time with him. I've never so. met the man in person, so it's really yeah. cool. He's a great talent. I'm so. excited to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try and come in. And I actually convinced uh, some friends of mine to come in because they're big. Uh, they're big into D and D. And Mark wrote on the show Legends of Vox Machina. He wrote Ooh. one of the best oh, episodes of that show, that's Silver right. Tongue. And I. They all geeked. They were like, what? He's going to be here? We're in. When? And I'm like, you guys should expect a line, just so you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and we may have to. And just to give everybody, by the way, I'm not saying. Might oh, have to cap go. it. 
Really? Yeah, depending yeah. on depending on you know when people arrive and how quickly the line moves, we may have to cap it. Mark does need to be on the road at a certain time, and so um, you know we didn't. Mm -hmm. He you know he was very happy to come and have this be an event, and you know it's free to enter the store. Come talk to him. If you buy one of his books, um, he'll sign it for you without charging, which is wonderful and very gracious of him. Um, but the other side of that is that you know depending on like I said how the line goes and how his time is, we may have to cap it. So if you want to see him. Make are people sure allowed to early. bring stuff still to sign for him or is it like do you uh, have to buy the book to come in here? like that's just a question you know what i would say you know obviously we want to get you know we want to we want to be respectful of mark's time so we're going to say you need to buy some, you know you need to buy one of mark's books now if you want to bring something else in addition to that and have him sign it that will be up to him and, and to the timing so okay. we're going to have to yeah we're going to have to just keep an eye on the time I like the way you grab that by the process and you're like this is this, this is, is it. how it's going. Mm -hmm. I don't care. That was pretty dope. Yeah, that was, that was awesome. Pretty hot. <laughs> awesome. So that's that's great. So yeah, so that's why we're See, on at two o'clock. So you today. have to buy something and or you get that's in. That's why. Yet. Well, and and uh, so I was just I and I and I'm gonna go get the book and I'm gonna flash it up there. So we have Ooh, we have flashing. some uh, some of Mark's stuff, stuff is out today. of print. So you know we you know we have some of his other books here. Uh, for folks to to purchase and get him to sign. But what we have the most of is a, an incredible volume called Adora and the Distance. And I don't want to spoil it. it. It was, you know, nominated for an Eisner Award, should have won for Rightly a reason, for, for, for a reason. Um, I'm pretty good at spotting the, 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 the train, um, the emotional train wreck coming down the tracks, ready to hit me head on. And I completely <laughs> missed it. The story is so spectacular and the artwork is fantastic too it's, it's a beautiful so story. um so we are so so happy to get more of these books in the hands of mm -hmm. more people for you to meet mark i'm gonna go grab someone i can flash it up you can see what the cover Ooh. looks like no flashing honey She's, <laughs> but as we, we mentioned <laughs> but as we mentioned also mark's going to be in town uh doing the ides of mark over at small castle yes. cinemas we're going to be Which showing three movies of his favorites an incredibly clever and literate um and I expect nothing less from Kevin Smith and Mark uh, for for them to have named it. Yeah, that and I most do. people are like, huh? Yeah, the uh, the odds of what? I'm like, yeah, the odds of Mark. Yeah, the odds of Mark. It doesn't take much to understand that. We could have called it Mark Madness, but that's to, that's there. You know, I know it's exactly. It's you got to think outside the box a little bit, and uh, and outside the box. See what I did? There? Yeah, I see what I you like did that. there. I I actually cool. did love it. I really, really loved that. Um, but I'm really excited for this lineup because it's movies that I've. There's one movie I've never seen. Which one? Uh, Street Streets oh, of, of Streets of Fire. Yes, you've never seen Streets of Fire with Michael Pare. Never seen Streets of Fire. And with a very, very uh, uh, Willem the the Baby Foe. No way. Yeah, Baby Willem the Foe. Mark's Actually, book. We're gonna hold it up. Mm -hmm. Yes, Adora mm -hmm. in the distance. And this is this was such a pleasure to read, and it was so amazing and just quite lovely. Come and get your copy and have him sign it for you. Um, and if you want more information about Mark and some of his other work, and he's you know you probably a lot of folks who are tuned in now also know that he is the co-host of Fat Man Beyond with Kevin Smith. And they are he doing is? one. And yes, he is. Whoa! And apparently, it's it's catching on. You know, I think they, you know, they're getting, they're getting a few viewers now. You know? Good for them. Yeah, it is good. They'll reach our level this, someday. <laughs> this is pretty amazing. Can I just tell you, there are people on the back of this who did the blurbs mm -hmm. and oh my God, uh, we've got Neil Gaiman did a blurb for it. Whoa. 
uh, G. Willow Wilson, uh, co-creator of uh, Ms. Ms. Marvel. Marvel. Yep. And Scott Snyder. Batman. And yeah, and uh, Noctara. Noctara. Uh, he did Scott Snyder. Is, I mean, those are. he also did American Vampire. Mm-hmm. Those are three names you definitely want on the back of your book yeah, for a recommendation. Absolutely. Speaking of blurbs on the backs of books. <laughs> yeah, you got a nice little. That was like not even a little bit ham-fisted. This is, <laughs> uh, I, I urge everyone to pick up The Illusion Witch, which is uh, volume one is right here. Uh, Sumerian Press. It's a uh, fantasy. And it, check this out. It's, an- another incredible scribe back here. Move over, Sabrina. There's a new witch in town. How clever is that? By Michael Hapsick of Comic Book Men. I love the fact that that's that that's, that's there. on there. Yeah, actually, um, this was so cool because uh, Senior Romero got in touch with me and said, "Would you mind?" Because he's like, "Oh my God!" When when we gave this, um, this was in our top top five. five. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, "Holy crap!" And there we go, Chris Campana. Did the, um, did the art? Well, he did the uh, cover. Ooh, he did a variant cover for it. That is and, awesome. And uh, Ruben Romero, um, we didn't know about it because uh, his name was on here, but it got cut off because of the, um, the printing, the printing. And uh, uh, so he got in touch. He's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe it! You guys put me in your top five. That's amazing." And I'm like, "That is fantastic." With that. Without a doubt. Uh, Mark Lamb print- wants a refresher of what it's about, if, ah, okay. if you can. Uh, the Illusion Witch? I'm sorry, what, what did Mark, you ask? Uh, Mark Lamb wanted to know what the comic was about. Uh, it's the an, Illusion it's about a, an Illusion Witch, buddy. It's, a, <laughs> it's uh, imagine Zatanna um, lost her parents and gave up magic, but she stayed. Magical? A, sta- mm. Well, she, yeah, sort of. She stayed like a, a stage witch. Or stage magician. Okay. And here we go. I'm just going to read it off the back of the book. Traumatized by the loss of her father and son, the world famous illusionist Adya Locke has grown cold and disconnected from reality. Adya finds herself transported to Sari, a strange world full of magic and danger, and partnered with a quartet of unlikely heroes. Stalked by a malevolent creature known as the Three, Adya must find a way to save the imperiled realm of Sari while trying to save herself. Ta-da. Mm. That that good enough for you, Mark? <laughs> Any other questions, Mark? What is it about Mark? Did that answer that question, Mark? I think it did. All right, good. That was pretty dope. I, I'm. How does it feel to now have your own blurb of uh, recommendation? I've done. Book? I've done a couple of blurbs before, but uh, they were all for like uh, lesser works of. So wait things. a second. We have Neil Gaiman. I'm so glad <laughs> it exists on Mark Bernardin's book and. Michael Zapsik on Illusion, which side by side. Take a picture, everybody. There you go. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. That's as close to Neil Gaiman as I'll ever get. No, that's not true. That's not true. No, no. We'll we'll get him in the store one day. I thought we were going to put a third floor on the stash, you know, just when Neil comes and uh, he can hang out here with Kevin. Mark, that's right. Okay, cool. All right. Mark is next to have his name banned. Very nice. (laughs) <laughs> I like that. Said by Engelbert Humperdinck. Yes. All right. So do we want to do we want to skip? Because I, I know I see I have my little notes. Here, oh, we've got. But we never follow the notes. You know, exactly. never directly. Well, these are so these we, are some relaxed. This is relaxed personal stuff. This is well, yeah, yeah. this is awesome. We had some stuff going. May I? We do. Thank you. We that do have adorable. some relaxed personal stuff. I, I, she's got you've got that. Um, I've got the, the I woke, you've got that Scorpio from I woke uh, up this morning and I had meetings starting at like a ridiculous yes. hour. So I basically yeah, just like ran my hands through my happens. hair and came to work. Yeah. Okay. I think you look uh, fantastic. That is pretty much what it is. 
Um, well, just a couple of housekeeping things uh, then. I'm going to skip the top five. We can go back to that. I'm going to talk about Secret Stash Press and Stash-related comics news. And just FYI, uh, Masquerade number five. It's coming. It'll be out in stores on May 17th. So for those of you who are looking forward to going into your local comic book shop and picking up um, where you left off and keep reading, you have you don't have very long to wait. Um, and uh, for those subscribers, that's when you can uh, expect. So, so at some point during that week, we'll be shipping out um, number five to folks. Masquerade and Quick Stops are both going to be the first four issues are both going to be collected into a hardcover. It's going to be gorgeous. Ooh, and those okay. are expected to drop in stores, um, including here at the stash, <clears throat> excuse me, June 7th and uh, for Masquerade and June 21st for Quick Stops. Um, so expect to hear more and see more about that. Yes. And uh, is, uh, is Masquerade number five the last one for now? It's uh, no, 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 no. As far as we, oh, okay. yeah, as far as is that what we're doing now is air quotes. Yeah, just no. wanted to know. My, Michael's been a little me? spicy today. Last spicy. one for now, <laughs> meaning like we'll we'll be back eventually. No, we have we have that break. We yeah, have a no, two month break. Each and, of the issues, yeah. yeah, each of the issues is a, is scheduled for eight issues total, as yep. far as we know, broken into four. Four and four. Okay. So there's a four issue, and that's kind of volume one of the storyline, and then volume two is the second Which is issues. kind of funny because that's how they have it on in previews in uh, Diamond is um, number five of four. Oh, okay. So it's, Someone it's like, forgot number to, five you know, of four. Go back I was like, three of two. Yes. Yeah. No, uh, actually, previews, we're going to go One of four. zero. Yeah, yes, yeah. something like that. So, um, I mean, obviously, you know, we're all waiting with bated breath to find out if there's going to be a continuation of these two titles or an addition of another title. But that's what we know so far. Um, and, yeah, you know, so the printing, the, the world of printing is uh, is fascinating and glamorous no, and not. sometimes unpredictable. So we will, that you know, yes, a little unpredictable because, you know, schedules, you know, things happen. Artists schedules, artists get behind, writers get behind. There can be, you know. I think that Gutenberg is still back there setting the plates and, and printing all this out. So Gutenberg may oh, be taking getting, a vacation. Actually, and most they, of our audience, like Steve Gutenberg's back there. Yeah. God, I loved him in Police Academy. No, just Google it. <laughs> Google it. Gutenberg. No, you yes. can't, I can't even get Mark Lamb to Google, you know. The description, the description of, of the illusion, illusion which, which so, even though yeah. it's kind of there in the cover. <laughs> hey, hey, Mark, listen. Mark, busting your chops. I'm listen, sorry. I have to say, I have to say, just adopted a puppy. Not a puppy, an older dog. Mark but did. Yes, Mark. No, Mark, not us. Mark and his wife. No, adopted no, 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 no. nothing. Yes. Gorgeous little Cody. So welcome to the family, Cody. Um, so, yeah. So that's. A, oh, and then. For those of you who haven't seen it yet, go to comicbook.com and read the article about yeah, Onomatopoeia. There's some uh, news. There's that a new villain in town on uh, Lois and Clark, right? Kevin. Superman and Lois. Superman and Lois. Sorry. Superman and Lois. Lois you, it's and been Clark. A, it's, been a, it's been a very, very <laughs> busy Daylight day Savings so Time far. is not kind to this woman. <laughs> And you're throwing and your I'm stuff throwing and stuff like, around there. So ball. yes. Anyway, uh, debuted l this past week. Was it on this week or was it last I week? Didn't watch. I think yeah. they said the premiere episode, so it might have been last week. Okay. Yes. Uh, I did not watch it. I need to get caught up on I Superman. Know, a lot Lost. we have to get caught up on. Yeah, it's uh, it's. I like, do like that show though. It's like Dawson's Kryptonite Creek. Mm. It's actually really cool. I would yeah. watch the hell out of Dawson's Kryptonite Creek. <laughs> yeah, that would be really cool. <laughs> but it's a great, it's a great villain. Um, Kevin, you know, wrote it so beautifully and set them up for so much success. And Sounds uh, of Violence, you know, his second yeah. arc of um, his Green Arrow run. So if you so, want to yeah. join us in getting caught up, it's time to get caught up. So, and used yep. in uh, Batman Cacophony and Batman um, Widening Gyre. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
I uh, I well, debuted in Green Green Arrow. Green Arrow. Green Arrow. Yeah, number twelve. I, I, I did yeah. say that. Green oh, you Arrow. Did? Okay, I was busy yeah. reading my notes. I know. Okay. Stop reading gotcha. your notes. Okay. And pay attention. All right. Yes, sir. Okay. Wait, on hold track. on. We have a comment. So I heard there was a comic where Wonder Woman kills Lois to be with Superman. What comic is that? I can't find anything on Google. I don't. Did you make that up in your mind, Edward? Yes, is that a thing? Edward, that sounds. Is like that a something. thing? I had. Yeah, that really is. That sounds like a weirder yeah. version of Injustice. Yeah, or um, Kingdom Come. Not Kingdom Come, but like. Or yeah, no Kingdom Come when the Joker actually killed. But can you imagine uh, Wonder Woman giving uh, Joker like? Hundred bucks to kill Lois. Oh God! There you go. He would do it. He would still. He would do it and give the fifteen bucks back. Yeah, fifteen bucks. Mm. So that it only right costs like hand. so like eight eighty five bucks to kill Lois. Damn, that's yeah. criminally inexpensive. That is criminally inexpensive, and I mean, you know, he's un- undercutting everybody else out there, like Deadshot and stuff. That's I'm- we got a lot of people who are asking. What's in these boxes behind us? Oh, Do we want to okay. just we'll keep them away? We'll for go you. there. Well, hold on. Ghost. I want to go back to Ed, oh. Ed Weird's thing. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this, but it's, but there is a YouTube video. It says, uh, let me see. In a battle between rivals for Superman's affection, Lois Lane and Wonder Woman in this classic DC Comics Silver Age gem from the pages of Superman's girlfriend, Lois Lane. Can oh, Lois Lane Lord. survive being beaten by Diana even if she's in a mod form? Oh my goodness! Oh. What? So oh, no, this was awful. This was an awful line of oh, books. So let, let me put it to you this way: this is never happened. So just, I mean, in the New Fifty Two, they tried to put Superman and, and Wonder Woman together, and it's it, it was just kind of creepy because they've been friends for so long yeah. that it's like, why are you like, doing this? Yeah, and I mean, if you look at comic book stories back in the day, you had um, Lex Luthor. Uh, actually, you had a, a you had uh, Clark Kent, you know, uh, putting on a bald cap to look like Lex Luthor, and <laughs> had his best friend Batman stood in for Clark Kent while he did Superman stuff. Yeah, and I mean, everybody looked like everybody, so they were all interchangeable. They were like the Micronauts, where you could pull them apart, well, and you put could them do together. whatever you wanted yeah. with them, and nobody cared. However, um. There were quite a few people who cared. There, yes. You being one of them, because when yeah. you heard the storyline, it was like a Vietnam flashback. Like, no way, man. <laughs> this ain't right. The hell's going on? And yeah, Superman and Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman look like, and it's really creepy. If you look at the, the pictures, they had um, Lois sort of look like uh, Laura, which was Cal's oh, no. mother. No. And you're like, holy oh, edible this complex, is, this is, Batman. Oh, God. Yeah, That's, and, and it's just. Wow, that's some other. Ooh, it seems yeah. like a good time to move on to what's in the box. No, no, it's a good no, time I mean, to talk about the edible. Kind of <laughs> no, um, but they and even President Kennedy stood in for Clark Kent one time. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. So this was the Silver Age of comics before, or after the uh, the uh, grassy. Before, mold. honey. Oh, okay. oh my god. <laughs> I'm just asking. Actually, they had. Hey, the, listen. I just read a comic book where a dead person yeah. comes back to uh, to perform some heroic feats. Yeah. You know, in the team. So everything is on the table in it's, the world of the. Four uh, Charles pages. G. Rivera says it's just a massive misunderstanding of those characters. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But like, I'm, I'm assuming around that time period because it wasn't just that book. It sounds like it was just kind of a recurring thing around this time if i'm if i'm asking correctly well put the comic like college hat on for a second everybody looked like everybody back then and yeah they all they all wore hats i think that was really yeah i think the micronauts uh 
allegory was perfect. Oh, they you. were just all interchangeable. Yeah, it's and they were. It, it was, and which is perfectly fine, I suppose. If you're I got into people that sort bringing of thing. in bringing in kids and Bjorns. I am not buying any more children here, folks. No, children, we've filled our quota. Are, we are today. not buying children at the secret stash anymore. We have folks. enough in the vault. You Darn. heard it here yeah. first, yeah. folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but what's in the box? So, what's None in the box is no, because I spent some time. I think All it right, works. Okay, it. Uh, so what's in the box? The box. I think we may have talked about this uh, in the last podcast episode. We love pops. We love Funko Pops. We have Funko Pops. If hey, wait. You want to come in? Yes. I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Can we do Go one ahead. thing? Sure. One Why thing not? before we do. It's a free and, country. Um, well, it is free-ish. Free-ish. Yeah. Okay. It looks look. Freer we, than look, other countries. We just maybe? paid our taxes, so it's not a free country. Oh my ever. gosh! Forget okay? about that. So yeah. no. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here's the thing. Um, last week, last last week, two weeks ago, we mm-hmm. said we were going to give away a loot crate, and we didn't. We never did. We're horrible people, folks. And you I being- was going to get to that, but I was going to give you a chance to figure out what question you wanted to ask to see to, to quiz the studio audience. Might I'm not, not going to quiz anybody. I, let's let's do this as random chance. How are we going to do that? Um, I'm thinking of a number between one and no. Okay, you're going to write it down though, so people 25, can see it. Twenty-five. Yes. One twenty-five. All, right. All right. Write it down on the piece of paper so that and. The first person to guess it. First, pe- first person to guess it. Okay. Gets you what's in the, the loot crate? crate. Okay. You want to show? You want to show the folks what they're going to be this winning? This loot crate is uh, going to be. Oh, it's monsters. Ooh. And they consider Wolverine to be a monster. Ooh. I do too. Well, He's he a monstrous. You know. Well, yeah. he was like six foot nothing, or two. He was supposed to be five foot four, or five foot two. Uh, oh, it's Primal. I'm sorry, Primal, not... Uh, that's a really cool box. Ooh, this is a nice... Uh, yeah. This is nice, too. It's very it's very heavy. Electrified Fence. Nice. From Jurassic Park. You've got... This, uh, is, what this the hell is Primal? Is this? this is Primal? Yeah, I don't want to... Un- I don't want to unfold it too yeah. much. This is... Oh, it's a Predator uh, bottle opener. But, but I am going to... Uh, this is... A smiley face with claws in it uh, pin. That's actually pretty cool. The box itself is really nice. You can explore the world of Primal. They love you. Primal. Yeah, and all these boxes are from what, 2016 or something? 2017, I believe. 2017? Logan Wolverine. Okay. And this is uh, size large. Size large. Nice. We got some guesses already, and we already have a winner. We do? Yeah. Who is it? It is... Mike Neal. Neal. Right on the right on the money. Congratulations, Mike Mike Neal. Uh, send Christian at uh, what but actually he can actually he can uh, you can uh, email the stash at thecrewiskew at gmail.com. Send us Mike thecrewiskew at at gmail.com. Yep. And all your particulars will send it out to you. Absolutely. Congratulations. Nice, man. So there we go. Now the Funko Pops. Now the Funko Pops. So anyway, we love Funko Pops. We have Funko Pops. Our next door neighbors, Pop Freak, have even more Funko Pops. Funko Pops are awesome. Uh, however, we were so infatuated with Funko Pops. We've been buying so many. Um, we've got quite the surfeit of Funko Pops at the moment. Surfeit, look it up. Um, the word of the day. And so to make room for more Funko Pops, we are making, we're, we've got the special opportunity, the mystery box. These 20 boxes behind us, I think there are about 20 boxes behind there us. There are 20 boxes. 20 boxes behind us um, can be yours 
for 60 bucks, no tax, $20 shipping if we're shipping it to you. So 80 bucks total. Right. But for six. For six pops. Beautiful pops, which. Um, some of them are, some of, I mean. They're harder to find They're pops. harder to find some pops. Some of them are. However, what makes it a mystery, first of all, you don't know what's in the box. So you're getting, a, you're getting an assortment. And the staff here, everyone came in. Christian came in one day. Sarah, Jack, Matt, Michael. What's in the box? Johnny, like, you know, even me, like we all pulled some of our favorites, some of the things we thought were really cool. We mixed and matched it up. And two of the 20 boxes have something extra special inside. First of all, every box has something extra inside. So even if you don't get one of the extra, extra special boxes, you're still getting some other swag that we've just kind of thrown in because we were having some so much fun packing them. But two um, of them have quote-unquote golden ticket items. Golden yes. ticket items. So, yeah, so we, one of them has a Kevin Smith signed pop. And it's it's hard to find because it, it's the pop that was made for the 20th anniversary of the stash. So it's super, super cute. If you haven't seen it, you could probably Google it and go on. Um, and pretty rare. Too. And pretty rare. The, so. the second uh, the second super special item is a pair of Funko Soda Pops, Jay and Silent Bob, also signed um, by the two of them. By and Kevin and Jay. By yes. Kevin and Jay, exactly. Uh, and that's the, that's the super special. So you have a one in... What, a, like one, a one in, in chance. one in ten chance? Yeah. yeah, one in ten chance. You have one in ten chance of getting get. something super, super special. But every box is special. Every box is full of you know, yeah, cool pops and like I said, some other swag is thrown in there. You can log on to our website right now and click through from the homepage. You'll see the mystery box. Um, it's thesecretstashonline.com, and you can order yours. And we'd be delighted. Johnny will be delighted to ship it out to you. Johnny has been working his, you know, what off. He's been doing a fabulous job, but. Been a couple of slow days. Yeah, right wise. now he's up there so looking at porn. He, he's up there at the uh, front counter. He's a, he's a little sad. He's a little sad. So boy. we need to keep Johnny busy, keep him engaged. Come on back keep, here, Johnny, keep for him a away second. From the porn. Come on back here. That request wanna, comes wanna, from wanna, his mom. Yes, okay. I want to. Uh, <laughs> so I want to make even sure. Even his girlfriend's like, I don't care. What I don't care. What's up? But yeah, keep 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 him. him. Yeah, yeah, if yeah, if porn includes like yeah, but his mom dirt bikes and you know fishing gear, then yes. Okay, hey, so look, this is, is the this stashes. your first time on a podcast this is the, in a yeah. minute? This is first time on a podcast ever, right? Okay. Ever, oh no. Shipping, shipping, everybody out shipping managers, oh, comic book Johnny Williams, uh, packed uh, all these boxes with care, right? Yes. So, yeah, every box. But I still got yelled at because the tape was coming up a little bit on the one. But we he fixed it, right? We fixed, like it. we fixed it. We fixed like it. We fixed it. And Sarah Bellicose, who actually did uh, cover number four for Masquerade. He did. She yes. Did. She created these lovely little uh, she did. cute, yeah, you know, bling for the, for the front of the box. Ooh. So uh, I'm just telling the wonderful studio audience that, you know, they need to keep you busy by buying a box. Yes. They get please. cool pops and, uh, and, you're, and you've been remaining engaged. You're not so sad. So right? yeah, no, that's right. That's I am right. not. I am happy if they all go. Yes, yes yeah, they all and go. Johnny is. Uh, what what happened with the oh, the good soup, man? It's coming up. It's coming up a little bit here again. Well, what what's going on? I guess you better on, get back Johnny? there and uh, and tie yeah. it down. What happened with the good soup? Why aren't you on there anymore? Uh, yes, I I may go back. I all right, cool. Think I should. All right, word. I'll hold you to it. Next yeah. time I see you, I'm going to peer pressure you every time. I may go back. Maybe you could be like a guest star on it every yes. once in a while. You know, you whet yes. their appetite, you keep should, them actually, wanting you more. You be like uh, once every month. Yes. Do like Ooh. That's the the world, girl, according to Johnny. Said that. How about once a month? There you go. I that. We just Bill, talked Johnny. Bill. Someone tag Bill in That's this. That's right. Someone he's tag got, Bill He's got the confirmation. Johnny's just, Johnny Nine just half, committed to once a month. I'm not terribly funny. No, you're not. But no, that's fine. but that's okay. Yeah, All, that's, right. <laughs> All right, you guys good? All right, we're, we're good. good. Okay, get back Take to work. Take care, John. man. He's like Rodney Dangerfield without the humor. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's all right. Hey, hey, hey you're all right. So, that's good. That's so specific. Yes. I love it. Oh my that's god. Very true. <laughs> okay. All right. Um. Some other. So <laughs> I love that man. I swear to God, he's like, he's like a cousin uh, that I'm not related to. So I mean, the cousin you always wish you had. No, he's like yes. the cousin I never want. Pry him out of Kevin's yeah. hands. Yeah, that's no. right. Bill, you just got the confirmation, man. Yeah, uh, wow. that uh, Johnny's to gonna Boza. Johnny's gonna come back on the show. Rewind the episode about thirty seconds. I know Bill Boza <laughs> probably. Like, I never asked him to come back. On. Fact, like, I was glad he was gone. Now I've got to have him back. Uh, this is the world of comics. You know, nothing. No, no one goes away really no. ever. That's right. They always come back eventually. So, uh, so back. we have a couple of segments. And what they really want to do is yes, what. Uh, recast Johnny as another actor. Oh no, so, yes. really? No, you can't recast Johnny. Johnny's Johnny, man. I mean, you know, you can't. Uh... Well, you could. He's so, also anyway, one of my favorite bits. Of course, the one uh, by the way, uh, Bill Bill Boza. A lot is two words, buddy. Oh, the grammar Nazis here. Um, okay, hey, right. we don't use the term Nazi. Why right? not? Because if Whoopi Goldberg can get in trouble for the word, um, did you hear she got in trouble again? Even though Jane Fonda didn't get in trouble, what did she, what happened? Okay, Jane Fonda was on. They were, I think, they were doing um, like uh, the press junket for eighty Something. eighty for Brady. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, <laughs> eighty for Brady. Um, so they were on there and they were talking about uh, abortions, and Jane Fonda was talking about uh, pro life, pro pro choice, and pro murder. So she she was advocating murder for people. And um, I was like, wow, cool. Um, that was Jane? Jane, yeah. And then Whoopi said what and got in trouble? No, Whoopi was talking about um, how Donald Trump was going on to Twitter and wah, wah. You know, I got gypped out. Oh, being of, a crybaby. Yeah. The usual crybaby bullshit. She used the and word she got gypped. Really? Because, she got in trouble? Yes, because uh, that's... Uh, uh, Romani. Oh, Romani. It's, oh, it's, it has, it's connected to the gypsies, to the to, oh, hey, to, to I the don't Romani think people. Gypt, uh, the Roman Romani, Romani, Romani. Okay, yeah, it's Romani. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, to to say like chipped is a horrible thing. Ah, uh, because okay. Miriam Mir- Webster. I know <laughs> most of us don't know wow. all this stuff. You know, it's, um, it's hard to keep up. That's hard. So to keep I'm up, I'm yeah. just like wow, this is you can get like slapped around for using the word gypped. Mm. Just wow. like how Bill Bozo's canceled over spelling a lot with just exactly. A-L-O-T. Bill. Sorry, Bill. Bill. Sorry, Bill. You, Bill will be back eventually. You'll, you'll, you you'll crawl your way. There, Bill. No you'll crawl your away. way out of cancellation, yeah. man. It's all no good. No one goes away forever. Yeah. Don't um, get canceled over a typo. I don't know. I, I think you are. So I just wanted to. So we have two. We have two segments here, and they're both. You know, they're both named well, topics. But yes, topics. Topics are segments. So I was having some fun. So you know, we have a favorite saying around here. At the podcast table, fuck the suits, right? Um, But I want to start with the other, with the other category. Fuck that shit. All right. So, (laughs) oh my god, yes, please. Yes. So I want to say, white people, just a little advice before we start this: don't send any any unsolicited stuff to Jules, especially in the realm of time travel. Actually, you probably shouldn't send anything unsolicited to anybody here at the stash because the truth of the matter is we'll throw it in the garbage. Yes, is that we are not, you know, we are not direct conduits to anybody that else that we work with who may or may not have the power to make dreams come true and make things happen. There's a legal reason for that. 
um, which uh, I'm happy to explain if anyone wants to call the store, 732-758-0508. Be prepared to buy something. Oh, dear God. Um, no. And, now I'm going to uh, have to talk to people. No, 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 no. But I did get this light. <laughs> I did this. I did get a letter and I was like, super excited because it came addressed to me, right? Like personally. So personally to me. And I'm like, oh, I got, I got, a, I got a letter. I mean, we get a lot of mail here, but I don't get a lot of letters addressed personally to me. So I was excited and I opened it up. And it starts out very sweetly, dear Julia, hope this week is going well. Okay, so far so good, right? I've got a comedic time travel. Uh, I'm like, what? You're gone, like, buddy. Every single Seriously, person. Seriously, why didn't you burn I mean, it? I don't gone. know this person, so this person <laughs> probably looked me up online. And I'm thinking, okay, you have a whole store full of people you could have sent this to, but you sent Can it I to me. It? Can yes. I see it? Because I, mean, I, I almost want to frame it. The one person you know, in this whole, in this whole tribe who hates time travel, anything that comes close to time travel just makes me break out. Um, so I'm sure it's a great idea. I am not going to bring it anywhere. Um, it is going to stay on my desk. Good luck. I mean, keep creating. I think it's amazing. <laughs> See, you um, know what? I love I, creators. I um, will say that that is the better, the better takeaway. Yes, this is, this is a hilarious letter, which I will frame and give to you in a lovely present. Oh, thank um, you. Thank you. Yeah, um, yeah. but no, I think that a lot of like ideas and stuff like that. Like we're in a really wonderful age where like, especially for like newer creators where you can just make stuff happen. Even in the comic book world, you can just write something, get an artist friend to draw it. And then there you go. You made your comic book. You don't need a major distributor. Like you, you don't need to write Julia a letter asking her to make your thing. She's not a film producer. I mean, yet. I mean, we can work on some movies. Not, Maybe. It's not going to happen. I have a lot of skills. That's not one of them. Damn, I'll leave that to I you tried. and Kevin. Yes. But mm -hmm. I mean, you can make it happen on your own, man. There's nothing stopping you from doing whatever concept you want. You got an iPhone? You can get out you there can, and do it. You got an iPhone. You got a, a movie studio in exactly. your hand. Exactly. Pretty much. But we're not producing none of your stuff. Sorry. We no, can't we do it. steal your idea. And please feel Kristen, free to come into the store, call, email. You know, set, you can send me a letter all day long. And just, but just no, know. You time, can't prove that we're time stealing travel? your stuff. <laughs> no. Time travel, no. So that's the fuck that shit. But thanks, but keep creating. What we, is we our kid in the thing? Yeah, yeah, we got little, baby we got little babies. Oh, in the baby, in yeah, the baby, in the baby Bjorn. Bjorn. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. We can't have them teaching no, the, those ways the, too uh, young. Not the first word. <laughs> All right, third maybe. So then we will edit our F the suits. How about that? F there the you suits. go. F, F, F the, the suits. suits. F the suits segment um, is actually. I do have yes. a lead into this Ooh, uh, okay. into this though go because it starts with me being pretty happy. With how the Oscars turned out. Our handsome year. Yes, mountain let's talk man. About yes, that. go ahead. No, I'm just gonna keep going. <laughs> yeah, I know. Anyway, so anyway, I this year I was very, very happy with the Oscars winners, and it, it leads into what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. But uh, just, just with with one, with one partial exception, well, one I'm indifferent about, mm -hmm. which was uh, Jamie Lee Curtis winning. I think it's dope that she won, Angela but uh, Angela Bassett for the win for sure. But everybody else. I was happy. Brendan Fraser, Ki Ki Young Kwan, uh, mm -hmm. uh, Michelle Yeoh, yeah. and then a bunch of other flicks that I was very, very happy to see. I mean, everything, everywhere, all at once, just kind of swept the yeah. whole thing. Seven out of eleven nominations. It's fantastic. which is the which is the most wins for a single film since Slumdog Millionaire, I think, or something really? like that. That's great. Yeah, but. It was really, really awesome to see, especially Brendan Fraser get his laurels because it's one of those, he's one of those people that like, not only do I have 
the dream of one day getting to work with him but like he just seems like one of the most genuinely good people mm. in this industry and you found a story that continues to prove that point i did just to prove that twitter isn't a complete cesspool um uh i was i was perusing and scrolling and i saw someone give a shout out to Brendan Fraser, because back in 2007, I want to say, he was uh, executive producer, I believe. And um, star. And, and star, star of a movie called Journey to the Center of the Earth. It's so, actually a pretty underrated flick, if you haven't seen it. It is. I do enjoy that movie. What happened, apparently, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing, I don't have... I don't have his memory, so you can go back and read the article if you want to um, get all the facts 100% straight. But apparently, there was a, there was a group of visual artists artists on the film who were told just continue to work uh we're gonna have to delay your pay by a few weeks because we're running into some problems but just but just keep on you know keep on just keep it trucking. on let's just let's just yeah. wrap this film and we promise we'll pay you and they did they reported to work every day they did a fantastic job they turned in their stuff the film wraps and they get the next letter they get is yeah we're going bankrupt you're not getting a dime so these people were out you know Combined $1.3 million dollars worth of compensa well-earned compensation. Um, the group got together. They tried to petition and no one would listen to them. The studios weren't listening to them. They couldn't get any press to cover it because People of were politics. Threatening them. They were threatening them. And it is a, it's a kind of a cool story. Um, Brendan Fraser got involved they tried to reach out to his people and at the time his people didn't pass on the message but apparently somebody else tagged him in something and he saw it well the really cool thing yeah it was it actually ended up in the new york post oh and that's right called, because he, a gossip columnist yeah. wrote about it and uh mm -hmm. he called up the the head of um, this group of this folks group of people yeah. and he's like hi this is brendan Vager. what the f is going on and he kind of got the whole story about the whole how they'd gotten, they'd the gotten, shaft. yeah. They got the shaft from the journey to the center of the earth. So he made it a personal, he didn't have to, I mean, it wasn't no. his responsibility. He had nothing to do with nope. the decisions that were made. He didn't condone them. He didn't even know that that, that happened. But yeah. when he found out that it happened, he took responsibility to for, make it right, to yeah. make it right. And he ended up getting those folks. I mean, it was a bankruptcy, so you're not going to get a hundred percent of anything, but, but he, he got them 80, 80% of what they were owed Which and it is, took a couple of years, but they, but they got paid. So, you know, F the suits and, you know, kudos and hats off. Speaking of hats. Yeah, never to give up. Fraser, never yeah, give up the for, fight. Man, I mean, if he was a producer on the movie, I do think that like he should, I think, I mean, he probably felt like it was his obligation because he helped make the movie happen when you're a producer. That's what you tend True. to do. But like, sometimes there are things that are like, levels upon levels upon levels right. lower than what right. you're working on yeah. that you just don't know the specifics right and for him to not know about it it's understandable why probably like the supervisors on top of the supervisors for that vfx house mm -hmm. because multiple vfx houses work on movies it's not just one that does like everything they'll they'll hire out of effects companies to do like specialty work like some companies are better at doing water simulations some companies are better at doing 3d animations for people so mm. it, it really depends on what the needs of the movie are and okay. let's let's put it this way when somebody with a name like brendan fraser is made executive producer mm -hmm. it's almost an always an honorary title so and so he can get more money yeah on the back end yeah oh okay. so that's that's pretty much what it is and mm -hmm. you know he's not he's not making distribution deals he's not out there actually getting money people are Executive producers, um, executive are, producers get the money. Yeah. And the executive producers are the guys who 
you know, oh, we've got, um, you know, such and such to executive produce and like, oh, I've heard of him. And mm-hmm. they, the studios will give you money based on who based on is who's, the, so, yeah, who's, yeah, who's the executive the producer. Power. So, yeah. yeah. So, so, any, so yeah, so that's our F the suit segment, but a shout out to Brendan Fraser and congratulations on a well-deserved win as well. Yeah. Cause he didn't, he won. Didn't for the whale. Win? Best yeah, actor for the whale, for the whale so, which if you haven't seen. I have not seen it yet. Holy, really? holy heavy bet. Do I need a tissue box? Yeah. Okay. Cause he, right. it's one of those performance where performances, sorry, where it's mm. clear as day that he is giving his all mm-hmm. into it. Like he gets lost in that character. Mm-hmm. And it's, for me, it's one of those movies where I'm glad I watched it. Right. I'm probably not going to watch it again. Ooh. No, it's like okay. saving private Ryan. You need to see it yeah okay. it, requiem for a dream yes. it's like it's in that league gotcha where it is a good movie but it's a it's a heavy movie it's not like a casual watch kind of thing so if i'm already having a blue day don't mm, pick that as probably my movie not. to watch okay no so and i just got actually i just got a text that i have to add on i actually have two pieces of information for the f the suits um so this is uh this is actually um this is actually uh you know all in the family type of a thing too. I'm not related to Brendan Fraser, but I am related to Aaron Zapsik. Aaron Zapsik's my niece. She's also the queen. So she plays the queen at Medieval Times um, out in California. And apparently, you know, Medieval Times for any of you who've gone, it's really fun, right? So you go to this big castle. I've never actually been. Yeah. You go to a big castle and you've got, you know, people on, you know, they've got actors, but like really skilled, accomplished people that are playing these roles. And you get to see a real life, real life joust, you know, it's a theater a show. Right? It is kind a theater show. Like yeah. And yeah. you eat, you know, you eat food that they would have eaten back. Didn't you see when they Cable yeah. 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 That's, that's. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's essentially that. It, no, it not does. It, it, it is that. It, it is that. So but there, were, there were no eating utensils in medieval times. Hence there are no eating utensils. At medieval, medieval times. times, it's like there are no knives and forks, but you have Pepsi. He's like, dude, <laughs> come on. It was Janine Garofalo. Was all like, right, all right. So we're not going to pick apart that, but what we are going to say is that some of these, um, some of these, you know, some of these workers who basically make the whole show run, right? They put a lot of time and effort into it, uh, and they're legitimate actors. They're legitimate, right? Okay. They work really hard, and they're getting woefully underpaid. So they requested, you know, fair compensation which i think we all think that we deserve if we're doing a good job and they are so they're making a lot of money for the company um unfortunately the suits decided that they didn't deserve fair compensation there's also this little problem with the fact that some of the castles decided to unionize to make sure that they could you know they could work together Um, keyword some of them yes some of them and so what the suits decided to do was to ignore the request for fair treatment by the unionized workers and bring in non-unionized workers to take their roles. And this has been going on for months and months and months. Um, so if, uh, so F the suits for that, um, medieval times suits, you need to do the right thing. Okay. Yeah. No, that's um, some bullshit. Yeah, uh, it is. He, it is definitely some bullshit. I, so I, I get especially annoyed when people in the performing arts are underpaid and undervalued because it's like, Everyone is inspired in one way, shape, or form by a movie, a show, a comic book, anything that they have seen, even if it's minuscule, there's some form of inspiration and love from it. And I think that because of that, like, and the work that goes into what these people have to do, especially for medieval times, I'm assuming, because it's just, it's jousting, it's acting like knights and princesses and saving, I'm assuming horses are in there somewhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah, horses. So there's a lot that goes into that. And for them to not be paid fairly for literally providing daily entertainment for people is a, is a little 
not a little it's very mm-hmm. whack and yeah. that goes for any industry it's just like mm-hmm. pay your workers fair wages yeah. because we don't need more vfx companies going under we don't need absolutely not you shouldn't have to get brendan fraser to text you to be like what the fuck is going on exactly to get your money back. and that's the thing that's like mind-boggling it's it's true in this particular case in medieval times it's true in another case we have one of our i'm not going to name the company but it is a it's a reservist who works for a huge multinational company that has been building I mean, ridiculous amounts of money to building brand new buildings, opening up all over the place. And they are, you know, and their latest negotiation took away one of the very few holidays that they have on the calendar, cut their sick pay and their and their and their and their time off, cut all their benefits and gave them this measly and basically said, oh, we're poor. We don't have any money. And it's like, okay, we're not stupid. If you're not going to pay us fairly and you're going to treat us like chumps, just say that. You know, we have you over a barrel. Um, you need this no, job. No, don't just say that. And, Be like, no, no, no. I'm saying it's <laughs> the, the suit should just be honest because to look somebody in the face and, you know, they can read a balance sheet. They can, you know, they can pick up the financial times. They can look at the stock prices and see how well the company's doing. It's like to look at that. And I know there's a lot more that goes into it, but like, let's be frank to look at all of that information and then to turn around and have, you know, them tell you that, oh, we can't afford to give you a, a decent wage. We can't afford to recognize your service with decent benefits package is insulting. It's adding insult to injury and it needs to stop. So if you're going to be a dick about it, just say, hey, listen, we want all the money for ourselves. We want to buy that third, fourth home. At least you know? let us know you're going to be a scumbag. Exactly. So we, won't, so exactly. we don't want to work you know, for you. We, yeah, want to, we want to pad our retirement fund at your expense. Um, we don't really care about you. It doesn't matter you know, how hard your life is. Um, show up to work, do your job, take what we give you, shut up and be happy. Um, but don't, but don't lie, you know, don't sit there and, and try to pretend like you're so poor and you can't afford, you know, oh, you're asking so much. Cause that's, that's million dollar companies. So that is, that's bullshit. But, holy crap. I mean, that's honey. It's really funny that you think that they're going to change the way that they've been doing things their entire Look, I lives. know it's not going to happen, but I'm just suck. saying, I'm just uh, saying all corporations suck. If you're a corporate entity out there and you're listening, you suck. Although that would be very difficult because corporate entities aren't alive, but still no, but actually I think in the, the tax code, I think that they're and in, and, and for giving dark money to, you know, to bullshit candidates. I think that they're considered, I think, you know, I think that there is because there are people running these organizations, it's more or less that we refer to them as the jerks because exactly. these people collectively are like, yeah, let's let's take the money out of the proper workers and line our own pockets. Meanwhile, mm. they're like, yeah, we're struggling. No, you're fucking not. That's why there's a writer's strike like every three years. In fucking Did you hear about mm-hmm. the um, Silicon uh, Valley Bank? Yes, uh, you did. And they the head of the bank. While they're in free fall, while they're, they're starting before to go it down, hit the news, yeah, though, of course, they gave them he gave all the um, the top guys bonuses and cashed out his own yeah. stocks for cashed three point own- something million dollars. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, and he just given this glowing report how we're doing great. We've got tons of money. What we are on the way up. They, Meanwhile, they he's on the phone. It. He's he's given that interview. He's on the phone with his broker saying, sell this shit. Yes, sell it now. Let's, all let's of it. Dump this. Yeah, let's dump this stock before it hits the news. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. That's infuriating. Yeah. And Mm. now we've got a, and, you know, I've got um, our president telling us that none of our money is going to be used to bail them out. Which you shouldn't. But 
all but it's going to affect us. But our money is going to be used to bail them out. Mm. So that's pretty much it. We're we're bailing them out as yeah. always. Yeah. Fuck the suits. Fuck them suits. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So as soon as you start, you know, talking about the suits, the suits. F oh, the yeah. suits, like so much else, like there's so, there's so, you could go so far down that road, but maybe we should pivot and do, cause what time is it? It do, is 2.48. May, and I know Christian, you had something else you wanted to talk with M-U-P-P-E-T-S. Mm. So we want to get to that. Yeah. Why maybe we, we should do, do top five. That and another thing. And but another we'll thing. do uh, the top five Let's first do top if five. you're ready for that. Let's go. Yeah. All right, guys, you know what time it is. In the top five this week brought to you by Jay and Silent Bob Seeking Stash, 65 Broad Street, Red Bank, New Jersey. Mm. So, number one. But you can find these in your local comic book shop, too. But if you can't, you can call us. Yeah, you can call us and we'll send them out. Yeah. Uh, Berserker, number 12. Ooh. This is written by uh, Keanu Reeves. Okay. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, is what I have to say about whoa, this. Whoa, dude. This is uh, it's really well done. And yeah. it's, it's the capper of the uh, maxi series that uh, he and Matt Kint uh, had written. Mm -hmm. We actually, Ming and I got to interview Matt. Um, really great guy. Um, really? Yeah. We were at Houston uh, comic Palooza comic Palooza. And we talked to uh, Matt Kint and he's nice. a very nice guy, you know, and I read, I actually read for the first time mm -hmm. for the first time since we started doing top five, I actually read all of Michael's top five. To prepare for the show. Damn, that's awesome. It is awesome. And you must actually, have had some downtime today. And I had some <laughs> last night. But yes, okay, I mean, cool. it was, it was, you know, I had some downtime last night. So I have to say that this is, this was a really great read. And one of the things I liked most about this is um, they really give the artist a chance to tell the story without words. I mean, the dialogue is good. I mean, it, it really carries a story. It's, it's a little very, sparse. But the art it's very tells well the story. But there are there are literally like five and six pages together where you get almost no dialogue whatsoever, but you're actually following the story because of the way that the artist is 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 doing their job. And I thought that was that was a little unusual. Like I haven't seen too many books that um that have that have given artists that much um, creative freedom. Creative well, freedom. Ron Garney is a great artist, so yeah. And and so and so you know, there's you have no problem figuring out what is going on um, by following the art. So I highly recommend it. I really enjoyed that one. See, that reminds me of uh, this. It's not a comic, but it's a show that I adore called Primal by Gendy Tartakovsky. Mm. He's the same guy who created Samurai Jack, and it oh. is a show about a caveman. And a dinosaur that bond after the 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 passing of their fit collective families, and the whole show is silent. It is just beautiful animation, no dialogue, and it, again, the art tells the story. Really, it's a wonderful show. Can you say that um, name again? Uh, Primal. Primal. Gandhi Tartakovsky's Primal. Where can I see it? It is on Adult Swim. Okay. Uh, you can probably find it on Hulu or HBO Max. Okay. Most likely HBO Max or Max, whatever the fuck they want to call it now. <laughs> um, but yeah, comic number two, what we got? Yeah. Superman Lost, number one. Ooh, Superman yes. Lost. Okay, so Superman, being Superman, mm -hmm. gets called away on a Justice League emergency. Mm -hmm. um, and he's gone for what? like 20 years. No, he's gone <laughs> for like an hour. Well. Yeah, subjectively. He, depends. He, he zips off. My uh, Lois, Lois yes. is uh, writing up a story. Mm -hmm. She gets like 
five lines in, she, she takes a little nap and Superman comes back. He's been gone for 20 years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a little bit time travel-y, but not too much. I mean, it just kind of like skirts that line. I have to say one of the things I know, I like it despite that. I know. I was going to say acceptable time travel. I know. Acceptable time travel. There might be, yes, well, there might be hope for humanity. Time travel. Relative time travel. But I have to say, I was super impressed. Um, Priest wrote this. Super impressed. I was yeah. super impressed. Christopher Priest, Christopher Priest um, did an excellent job. The dot, you know, the, um, the writing here is it's a, it's a, it's a story that if he wasn't so fantastic of a writer would be hard to follow and would be a little bit, annoying and dispiriting and clunky but, but because he's such a good writer it's a joy to turn the page and to find out what happens next even though there's a lot going on it's, that it's, is a, it's very tightly packed that is a hell of a compliment mm -hmm. no 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 i really <laughs> like, i mean i'm definitely going to keep reading that if he's writing it I'm, and i want to find out what else he's written too right. yeah that, that was great all right what's next frank miller presents ah, pandora number? number three okay all right now uh this is by Written by Frank Miller and uh, Emma Kubert does the artwork in there. And Emma Kubert is the granddaughter of Joe Kubert and the daughter of either Andy or Adam Kubert. I think it's Ann Adam, um, who very, very talented family. Uh, mm -hmm. Joe Kubert school over in Dover. Um, she actually went there, which is mm -hmm. pretty cool. Now, this is, uh, to me, this checks all the boxes. It's... Um, a little bit Lion Witch in the Wardrobe, a little bit of um, Labyrinth, mm -hmm. and a little bit of um, just a, a, like a, a woman coming into her own and learning, you know, how strong she can be. Mm -hmm. I like, uh, so So Frank Miller Presents is, uh, is fairly new um, impression by, mm -hmm. and, and uh, Frank Miller and Dan DiDio. Our partners yes. in this, so um, and they've been producing a lot of really interesting stories, and I think this is Ronin too. This is this is one of them. Yeah, very this nicely is, done. Yeah, excellent. Mm -hmm. Nothing more. Not on this one. All right, cool. Seems yep. cool. I want to give next? Christian and you time to do what Christian wants to do. So right. Hellcat, yeah. number one. Hellcat. This is the story of Patsy Walker. This you introduced me to fucking yes. phenomenal. Oh, is our kid in here? No, fucking phenomenal. Hellcat. <laughs> they did a beautiful, beautiful job. This was, I think, this an excellent. I actually liked excellent, but I have problems with excellent, but I like okay. it. But Hellcat, yes, Patsy. Patsy Walker. Yep, Patsy Walker. So who you you've seen in uh, Jessica Jones if you follow mm -hmm. the Netflix uh, TV series, and Patsy's been in comic books since the 1950s. Mm -hmm. uh, she was the typical teenage girl. And, uh, I mean, she was like Marvel or Timely's answer to Archie Ooh, okay. uh, or Betty and Veronica. Yeah. Cause mm -hmm. it was Patsy and Hetty, the girls next door. So, mm -hmm. and I think that Cantwell does a great job. It, 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 this is one of those books where if you're not familiar with the character and you don't have a lot of history with the character, that's what Wikipedia is for. That's what Wikipedia is for. But, you know, so I kind of got, and I don't have as much as you do, obviously, I think many people do, um, about three quarters of the way through, I was like, oh, they're losing me. I'm, I'm losing my bearings here. And all of a sudden, Cantwell brings it back in a big way. And I'm like, good job. So, But you definitely. know uh, who Patsy Walker is. She, she was that Hellcat. character that was carried over thinking, what, or am I, am I thinking of another character where she was carried over from like the original comic books of something else and then brought into the Marvel universe thinking that yes. it was going to be popular? And she kind of was, or she was. She was popular. She she was an Avenger. 
for about mm-hmm. seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so. weren't we all Avengers for about seven minutes at one uh, point or another? She's never in that. Me. I was a master of evil. For, <laughs> she's in that book. She's in the, the she's in the Avengers book you gave me. Yeah, the serpent. Read, where, where it was Kang. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's fucking awesome. Yes, and that was uh, Hellcat Returns. Yeah, so. sweet. Nice. And job, now a last book. Excellent. Excellent. Number one. Number uno. Mm-hmm. So anybody who's ever read Ecstatics or um, X-Force back in the day by Peter Milligan and the Allreds, Michael and Laura. And by the way, Michael and Laura Allred are amazing people, not just fantastic artists, but amazing but good people. people. Yeah, just really great. That's important. It is. And they created Madman, which is... A, um, the TV show? Frank Einstein. No. <laughs> no. No, no. You're thinking uh, Mad Men. Oh, oh Matt, Mad, sorry. Yeah. Mad Man is... Mad Man. Uh, yeah. yeah, okay. Is gotcha. Mike, Mike and Laura Allred's uh, comic. So, what did you think of this? Uh, it's, I mean, you obviously liked it because you picked it out for one I of your did. top five. I liked it because uh, I, I love Mike's art. Mike Allred's art is, mm. for me, just it, it's so simple and it's kinetic and it's like punch you in your face. And it inv- I, I, does it invoke the older style? It does. It's uh, did it, he it do nostalgic. A, didn't, didn't he do a, a cover for one of Kevin's? Yes, books? he did. Right yeah. up there. Yeah, things from another world. Yeah, yeah but no, I mean, didn't he do a masquerade? Quick stops. No, he quick did, stops. No, quick stops. Quick it's stops right cover. There. Yep, mm-hmm. right up there. See, that's right. That's so dope. So, that's right. Uh, but um, the story is a little hard to follow because they're in the world of mutants, but now mutants aren't all what they used to be, and we're gonna see what happens a little mm. bit later on when um, the fox. Movies are digested by the Marvel Cinematic Universe. See, now that's now that's a perspective that you have that I don't have the same background, so I didn't see that part of it. I was strictly reading it as you know a you know neophyte, and I was and the and the storyline hinges depends a lot, and it's looking can't speak today. Uh, it's 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 putting the fact that you know we live in a culture now where you know pretty much everyone's trying to get attention on social media and they're willing to do just about anything to keep getting clicks. Um, so that is what put under a microscope, I think in the storyline, at least in this first issue. And, Oh, it was you know, done before that. It's, this is like a continuation of looking, is, that, yeah, of looking at that. has been that way forever. It's like, not just like likes on, um, Twitter, but this goes back even further to when it's like, oh, they've got their own MySpace page. And, right. You know. So it's like the cult of personality, yeah. you know, on steroids That's exactly kind it. of yeah. thing. And then and and the fact that everybody's complicit, you know, or almost everybody's complicit. So it was a very interesting read. I, I definitely want to keep up yeah. with that one. Yeah. And didn't do uh Cult of Personality was a song by uh Living, Living Color. Color. Yeah. Who I was not supposed to know who they were, but I did. Mm-hmm. So Proud yeah. you for that that's one. awesome. Thank so thank you. To Shane for such wonderful and your group for such wonderful music on top five. Um, yeah, that's amazing. Yes, absolutely right. Oh, I have some I have some work for you to do, Christian, before we wrap up. But I'm mm. going to go get something. Um, I'm going to go get your job. You want to you want to talk about the M U P P E T S? Yes, I do. All right. Which you spells? Want to talk about Muppets. I do want to talk go? about Muppets because this next Muppet series sounds amazing, and I am incredibly and hyped for it. Who is it by? It's by Adam Goldberg. We love the Goldbergs. We do. I, uh, I I like Adam Goldberg because he's also a comic head. He's a oh, comic big book time. Fan. So, yeah. 
so for those who do not know, Adam F. Goldberg is the executive producer, along with a man named Bill Beretta, who is the current performer of Dr. Teeth and uh, a bunch of other fantastic Muppet characters like Roth the Dog. Uh, they are doing a Muppet show together, but it is called The Muppets Mayhem, and it is solely focused on Dr. Teeth That's and the right. Electric Mayhem and their adventure in recording their first solo album. I Are they going on tour? And apparently a tour. So I am awesome. I am just so giddy for this show. And one of the things that makes me incredibly hyped for it as well is that the music I am is going to be very authentic. It's going to be written by Linda Perry. Songs by Linda Perry. Uh, a couple of great comedic directors are coming in to work on it as well. They everything about it from what I've heard is just doing it right. Because I think that you need to have someone behind any Muppet project that cares about those right. characters or at least knows enough about them to actually shepherd them into a new gotcha. thing. So for them to pick Adam Goldberg, who, by the way, this isn't his first rodeo with the Muppets. No. No. It, uh, a couple of, couple of years ago, this was 2005, he wrote Muppets Wizard of Oz. Wow. Yeah. So, so and you know what you know what he should do and I would love him forever. If anybody out there is or Adam, if you're listening, you should get in touch with Brian Lynch. Yes, you should. <gasps> you guys teaming up, I would love to see that. And then give this guy a call. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. I my my uh, this is so silly. My dream pitch for a Muppet movie is called a very old fashioned Muppet movie. And it is uh, the adventure. Could it be steampunk Muppets? It is. It can be. I mean, that'd be awesome. It's the idea of. Uh, sorry, Jules, you're not going to like it, but it's the idea of Kermit, Fozzie, and Gonzo accidentally traveling back to the first Muppet movie and affecting the events of how the Muppets that get would be met. So awesome! You know why I love that? Because they did it so well on Deep Space Nine, Star Trek. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's my vision. I'm but still happy because I wasn't listening to you. It's all good. La, la, Adam, la, la, basically, go. call me and Brian Lynch. We'll, we'll yeah. make Muppet dreams come you true. You guys man. would be like the Muppet dream team. Oh, my God. That'd be so cool. How That, that is would be amazing. amazing. Yeah. Uh, one can dream. <laughs> yes. But uh, what was another thing? That's uh, awesome. Speaking of awesome things, you sent me a thing on Twitter that just made oh my god it yes. just was so can we cool pull up that picture yes we can let's pull up that picture because this is so sweet so it is it is literally the epitome of like this this makes my heart happy yes so um, it was the uh so apparently guillermo del toro steven spielberg and jj abrams all hang out and build models together like they like 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 hobby building yeah. like miniatures and stuff like that they go to each other's houses which i'm assuming like all three of them have the most amazing houses in oh the yeah world. this is we're talking about three of the best filmmakers of all time of course and of course but three of the best filmmakers of all time hang out three of the most imaginative filmmakers of all time i'm gonna give it to you even yeah. more than that hang out and make miniature models miniature models i think i'm painting your green pants blue i, I can imagine like the four-year-old virgin <laughs> thing going on you know who they should include in this group to if i if i had a say in who they had hang out with <laughs> Jim, not jimmy kimmel not jimmy kimmel uh james cameron because james cameron is known to really get his hands like dirty when it comes to the artwork and stuff like that 
Do you want to know who I, if I had to pick anyone besides Kevin, because, uh, you know, but I can't see Kevin doing I was gonna models. I say, I don't know that Kevin. Would Kevin do. might do models. Oh, but no, uh, I would love to see John Favreau. <gasps> oh, that's, oh, that's that a cool little addition. How about John be being there? And John could make you guys grilled cheese sandwiches. That's true. Like the world's best grilled cheese. He could. Oh, we have to do this too. Oh, we have I to do that be too. so happy. Um, I know. So that's delicious. We're like going to run over, we're going to run over time this time, which is fine. I don't, like you know, minutes. we don't care about that, but hey, when you're having fun. So, but Christian, this is going to be, you don't have to do it right now, but once we wrap, so, um, new pint glasses in the stash, they're up online if you want one. And even though it's not an officially signed item so i.e please don't ask us to get kevin and jay to sign because they sign a bunch of other stuff and i mean if they do sign it's going to be completely random however um we've had some people request you know hey could you have johnny sign could you have mike sign mark lamb wants christian and mike to sign i so would love to before you leave and he's been waiting patiently he bought his last week i'm gonna up, put please. i'm gonna put this over there for you so you have your paint pen and i would and you love can sign. I would love to uh, just say a couple things. We got one other thing to show you, which we had teased last week. But uh, Angel Angelic, 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 um, happy congratulations, mom! She just gave birth to what? Yes, she not. I, I'm not saying like just yesterday, but like five uh, minutes like, ago. No, She's yeah, like five recently. minutes ago. She just tuned in after like 12 hours of labor. So <laughs> no, she, uh, she gave birth and I don't even know what, um, the, the little tyke's name is. Uh, hopefully it's not Chris. Christian, maybe, but not Chris. What about to say? Cause he was lobbying big for Chris, for Chris. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I mean, Michael's an absolutely fantastic name, but so is Grayson. That'd oh, yeah. Grayson's a great name. True, so, true. Well, congratulations. Uh, I think you need to sign that right now. All right, fine. I'll sign this. All line. right, and, and then Michael it. can talk about. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're supposed to. You're supposed to talk about that. And these just came in. These are um, if if you can all see. Yeah, you probably. Uh, I'm gonna put them go. up. I'm gonna put them up They're online. Be up online. They'll be up online in a little bit. These are uh, made by uh, Thomas Peron. Um, and, um, it was brought to my attention by his sister, Cherie. Love you guys. You guys are fantastic. And it comes with, it's a, it's um, called the Holy book of yes. Muba. It's, it's uh, a movie pen, but movie as Buddha as the Buddha. Muba. Mm -hmm. And it comes with, uh, the seven, the Holy book. And it's got all of the seven deadly sins in here. And it tells you all about it with quotes from clerks movies. So Yep. Yes. So it's very, it's very cool. so well done. It is. It is. Cute. I am, and more mm -hmm. proud to have this at the secret stash. So um, go That's online, and pick this up. It's beautiful. Look at it. And it's S heavy. Speaking of beautiful, we got a excellent piece of artwork by the folks over at Disgruntled Projects. Oh my gosh, guys! I can't express to you how much I adore Hanna Barbera cartoons. I. Love me some Flintstones. I love me some Scooby-Doo. I love all of the above. I love anything to do with Hanna-Barbera. But one of my favorite things by Hanna-Barbera is the Jetsons. I don't care what anyone has to say about it. I love the Jetsons. And the team at Disgruntled Projects made this amazing thing. <laughs> I love this. 
This is amazing. Yeah, that was like that was a squeal out loud moment that when I saw awesome. that. Yeah. I want I want me as Rosie as a tattoo. I love it so <laughs> much. Oh, oh damn, that, that would look good. I love that. Yes. I have been such a I'm such a Jetsons geek. I I went to a screening of the Jetsons movie as a kid and I'd been a <laughs> oh, fan awesome. ever since. It came out a, a little before I was born, but like I guess just a local theater had it and wanted to show it and ever since I was hooked. I adore this. Like this is this is so cool. I want this on Prince ASAP. Like I will sign this anytime any place anywhere we make up some we make up some prints and everybody absolutely all right that is awesome and what i love about it too is just the added little details Mm -hmm. they they got my laptop right they did i love they put a little ecto-1 spaceship in front of it and then a picture of our boy don Don Knotts. because guess what kids there's another quote on this show which is what mike you never go full Don Knotts. There you go. Never, never. go full you Don Knotts. Never go full never Don, go Don full Knotts. Knotts. And then they have the, uh, the KFC. KFC. They have the Ecto. They have the uh, Ecto yeah, in just, front of the computer. They are, did. You're just not listening to Christian, oh, are you? No. No. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's all You know good. what I was thinking? I cast my mind ahead into the into few hours into the future, and I was imagining all no. the excitement. No, you didn't. No, we know you outside. didn't. You're no, lying. I did. It's like a Smog lie. Castle, Cinema's waiting for Mark and Kevin. You do not do time travel oh, at all this is that's true. a lie oh, also bald base yes. they have the snowball box yes. at the yes, very I end of it and i too. love that um they made elroy j mm-hmm. yeah lj mm-hmm. and uh smithley sprockets smithley sprockets are easy on the pockets i do also love the retro live from the secret stash logo oh, so yeah, someone at disgruntled projects could send that to me as a separate png <laughs> i would very much appreciate that guys this that this is one of my favorite things you guys have ever made and you I made some kick-ass stuff. you yeah, made some have. kick-ass stuff oh my God. but That's that right. that that satisfies the geek in me thank you guys so much thank uh you. guys i think it's time we wrap this up oh i do have to resign it then no actually it's pretty good yeah, he can sign over that. Yeah, he can do that. Oh, you can yeah. sign over. Sign over that. Guys, this was another episode of Live from the Secret Stash. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Thank you, guys, for the great topics. Oh, uh, this was a fun episode. It's great to great. be back. We'll see you all next week. Yep. I think we that's will. Usual time, I think. Usual time. This is this was the outlier because of all the events going on at Smod Castle. Mm-hmm. So if you see me at Smod Castle, come up, say, hey, I'm not intimidating. I'm not scary. I promise. So... Until then, guys, see you next week. Take care. Peace. Hey, kids, we're live at the Secret Stash with Mike, Julia, and Christian. It's a hell of a Tune in and check out the podcast. We got the nerd button on repeat, and we're going to smash. Come on in, and I can show you that we're open. You polish on our signs, because the locks are always broken. If you need that view with you, you know we got you, dude. Showing gratitude and always smiling, never rude. Top five movie reviews and what's new. This has been a Smodco Internet Production. Sip only at Smodcast.com.